Welcome everybody, live from Wilton Oval, Footscray in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Go Live on Live FM. My name is McKenny and my co-host today is Deng, Ayan, Javiera, Duta and our special guest is Rebel. Hi Rebel, welcome to the show. What hey guys, hi- awesome to be here. What high school did you go to? So I went to a couple of high schools uh, in my time in Melbourne. So first high school I went to uh, when I was living in Footscray and then St. Albans was St. Albans Secondary College. Uh, and then when we moved over to Melton South, I started attending Melton Christian College. Okay. Um, where were you born? Yes, I was actually born in Khartoum in Sudan, which is in Africa. Uh, yeah. And then I moved to Australia when I was four years old and we lived in Townsville first, Queensland. What job did you get into this? Uh, um, so what got me into this uh, job, I guess it's a bit of a, a sad story, but hopefully a happy ending. So uh, back in 2020, uh, we heard the news that one of uh, my old uh, soccer teammates um, uh, and friend uh, had uh, been stabbed to death. And me and my best friend, uh, the day after that, uh, we met together and we said there needs to be a change in our community. And we said, why not us? And that's how we also came up with the motto for the African Youth Initiative, um, which is why not you, why not us? What job do you do now? Yeah, so I actually, actually work a couple of uh, jobs. So I just finished um, uh, my Bachelor of Science um, and uh, I'm not working in science just yet. I graduated two weeks ago, but so I'm the CEO of the African Youth Initiative. So I've been doing that for uh, two years now, actually. And what that involves is I uh, organize collaborations with organizations like the Western Bulldogs Community Foundation, um, and I try to design programs for young people in the Western suburbs of um, you know, African heritage uh, to get involved in. Um, I also do some tutoring on the side. So I tutor subjects like English, biology. Um, I can tutor physics, chemistry, and some other subjects too. Um, so why do you like your job, like your many jobs? Yeah, so why, I, why do I like my job? I like my job because I love people. I believe people have um, uh, a value to them from the moment that they come into existence. And I believe that it's our role as humans to um, help and empower other people. What do you think about your religion and beliefs? Yeah, so my religion and my beliefs actually form the basis of my um, view that I just shared there. So I'm a Christian, I'm Ethiopian Orthodox. Uh, Christian and I come from a very religious family and uh, my religion actually helped me um, not only in terms of setting up the African Youth Initiative and wanting to help other people, uh, it's helped me in my um, own uh, personal life and my battles with uh, mental health and anxiety and stuff like that. Um, What area of interest? So I have a lot of areas of interest. So I'm, I'm a massive uh, football fan, football as in soccer. So I go for Chelsea Football Club in the English Premier League. I also go for um, Barcelona Football Club. Um, I also have other areas of interest. Oh, I love history, um, especially ancient cultures, African history. Um, and yeah, I have a bunch of different interests. I used to skateboard when I was a kid and I wanted to be semi-pro. So my yeah interest range pretty... So on a regular day, what does that look like for you? 
oh, I wish I did have regular days to be honest. But so um, my regular days now, I will wake up 5.30 or 6, uh, take um, my dog Nala for a walk, um, get home, um, have a shower, have breakfast now. And uh, then I get straight into studying. Sometimes I can do maybe like six hours of study, sometimes 18 hours um, of the day studying. Um, and in between then for my breaks, I'll usually do stuff at the African Youth Initiative. So I'll have like meetings, um, call people, stuff like that. Um, or I'll see clients from tutoring or something like that. Um, so ranges. So a follow up to McKenney's question, like what do you like most about like African history and like which one sparks your interest most? What I like about African history um I love everything. So I love, you know, North African history, West African history, uh, East African history, South African history. Um, but I would say something that really resonates with me personally is obviously Ethiopian um, Eritrean history because I'm Ethiopian. Um, and yeah, I have a personal connection. So my, um, my father's great grandfather uh, was a general at the Battle of Adwa, which is um, one of the only times that um, an African uh, army actually repelled um, European colonial forces. So, yeah, uh, I'd say Ethiopian history most. Uh, um, yeah, tell us more about your family, your siblings. Do you have any siblings or anyone? Yeah, actually, I have. Um, so, I have three siblings that are um, my full siblings. So, I have two um, older brothers, a younger sister, and I have two half siblings, two older half sisters back home in Sudan. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Go Live on. Live FM, live from Woods and Oval in, Foots- in Footscray in Melbourne, Australia. My name is McKenny. My co-hosts are Deng, Ayan, Javiera, Aduta, and our special guest is Rebel. Um, so, um, have I asked the question, what do you do in your free time yet? So, what I do in my free time, right now, I'm actually, um, I've started up with animating. So, when I was younger, I used to uh, draw a lot and stuff on my iPad um, and things like that. But then like, as I got into year 11 and year 12, I was too busy studying. So I couldn't really do that too much. But now that I've just graduated, um, I've gotten into drawing again and also animating um, my pictures and stuff. I like making cartoons um, and stuff. And I draw sketches of people, historical figures, um, just cartoons that I think would be cool and stuff like that. I also take my dogs for walks. I've been reading a bit. It's been my goal to read three books this year. Um, so I've, I think I've got almost one down. So you said you were born in Sudan. Where? When did you move from there? I moved from there in 2004 in the midst of the Sudanese civil war. So I was about four years old. Um, how does it feel like to be a refugee? Yeah, how does it feel like to be a refugee? Um... I guess I kind of have positive memories of uh, Sudan. I lived in the capital, so we didn't see too much um, of the war, but we lived in kind of like the slum areas because uh, we were Ethiopian living in Sudan, so we didn't really have citizenship, stuff like that. Um, So I guess, yeah, my memories are always like positive because I was a kid, um, you know, like an innocent kid and stuff like that. And so when I moved to Queensland um, and stuff, and I didn't really see anyone like me, Um, my only friends were like South Sudanese people or Sudanese people and stuff like that. And so, um, I guess I didn't feel like I belonged 
when I came to Australia and I was always begging my parents to like go home and cause I'd be speaking Arabic at kindergarten and stuff like that. They had to write like a little dictionary for like, if I said this word, this is what I mean. So I kind of felt like not alien, but I guess cause I was so young, it felt like different. It felt like another, I don't know. It just felt weird. <laughs> um, do you have any siblings? Yeah. So I have, uh, uh five siblings yeah would you say um that like heavily impacted you for the Sudanese war um I guess in a way um because I think it's positively impacted me um in a way because I I guess I have more opportunities uh here in uh, Australia uh and stuff like that um I, I don't get to see my um uh, my half sister back in Sudan, so I do miss her um, and my nephew. But besides that, I feel like yeah, I'm pretty blessed to live in Australia. Um, we understand that not everyone who went through the same experience as you may view it in that way. What are some ways you can encourage them to view these um, circumstances that were beyond them, or these um, situations that may have challenged them? And in many ways, like what what are some words that you can give them, or what how would you encourage them to see it? Yeah, I, I, that's actually a great question. I think living in a capital city of most countries, you're kind of removed from the horrors of war. Um, the, the first time I was kind of um, shown the horrors of that specific war was when I was in uh, primary school. And uh, one of my one of the people that went to um, school with me in one of the year levels below, I don't remember his name, but I remember his brother's name was like Elvis or something. But his mother, um, uh, like a bomb had detonated and she'd actually lost like her leg um, and uh, stuff like that. And she couldn't like walk properly um, and things like that. And um, I know that um, some people that I've met that kind of did see the horrors of the war for them, it is kind of hard to, you know, move forward um, and stuff. And I would say like, it's, it's cool to be angry. It's like, it's, it's human to feel emotions. I think you should, um, you know, explore those emotions and stuff like that and direct it towards something where you can share your story and share your experiences rather than, um, holding onto it and, um, hating the place that you are right now. Cause I think as humans, we're always in a place right now, but we're always like looking forward or we should be, but sometimes we like to look back. Um, but I think if we keep our eyes on the present and are hopeful of the future, we can make the most of the time that we're in right now, if that makes sense. So I would just tell them seize the day and focus on where you are right now and how you can improve your situation because we can't do too much about the past. What are some strategies did you use to be happy when the war was going? Um, I think... It was interesting when the war ended. I think in 2011 when South Sudan got its independence um, or something like that, maybe 2011, 2012, June 9th or something like that. So it's interesting um, spectating from here, uh, I guess, seeing the reactions of my friends and my families um, and stuff like that. I think, for one, what it symbolized to me was um, hope and peace um, uh, and stuff like that because from the moment I was born, it was war, 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 war. So I'd never been in a time where um, my sister and my nephew weren't 
in a place that was like a battleground or where I was not in a battleground um, and stuff like that. So I think it, for me, I was happy. I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> so would you want to um, go visit your family back in Sudan? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, Sudan is still home to me in my eyes. Um, so I would. Uh, I'm a bit of a Pan-African, um, I guess. So what that means is I see like Africa as one and stuff like that. Um, and so I, I want to see all of Africa. Um, Robel, if there was no war, would you just still live in Africa? In Sudan? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But I think there's so many other issues um, back home that, um, you know, like, I know it's important to persevere and overcome issues and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, I love Australia. Like, it's so many opportunities, um, great people. Um, it's so multicultural and diverse. And there were certain freedoms that we didn't have um, back home in Sudan, especially like my whole family was born in um, Sudan. Um, my parents, um, my mom went there when she was 12. My dad went there from when he was 18. And none of us were allowed citizenship because you have to be Muslim to have citizenship. Um, uh, and or you can marry someone that is um, Sudanese. And um, if you're a Christian living in um, Sudan because of um, certain laws that they follow, um, you can't do certain things. And that was what uh, kickstarted the civil war, not only, um, you know, certain enslavement of people, but also um, they were imposing certain laws on uh, groups that didn't adhere to that religion. So I think for me personally, I wouldn't, unless, you know, I was able to like openly practice my own religion and stuff like that. Um, what happened to your nephew and um, cousin? Um, Sister? Yeah. Um, they're pretty happy in Sudan. Like, I think people have this image of, like, Sudan or, like, Africa as, um, you know, war of course it is war-torn, especially in the South, but there's a lot of progress um, and stuff like that. Um, they live in the capital. My um, sister, um, she studied IT. She went to uni for that, has a degree um, and stuff like that. So she actually works for, like, an IT company there. And um, so they're pretty happy, I guess. Um, they don't really want to come here. Australia because Sudan is home but yeah so they're all good my nephew's about eight or nine now um so do you think that like learning about the world and learning what could have happened if you stayed there do you think that affected you like now later in life or no yeah yeah I think so a hundred percent I think um some interesting things really happened I guess with the development of the war because um, I think for me personally, I don't have a vested interest in the war, except that I would want like freedom for um, people that feel that, you know, they don't have the freedoms that they should have. And I would want equality for everyone um, and stuff like that. And I, I guess that does impact me um, having seen so many immigrants from that country come here, me included, um, and, and stuff like that. So I think for me, it's it's obviously made an impact on me because the majority of the people that I work with are Ethiopians that were living in Sudan and have moved to Australia. The majority of Ethiopians in Australia were born in Sudan um, and that are now living here. And also um, South Sudanese people that obviously had to flee um, from their country because of the war. That's the majority of the people that I work with. Um, and I think it lets me relate 
with these groups of people and also people from other African nations that um, had to flee because of civil war or, you know, they're political refugees or whatever it is. Um, if you went to Sudan today, what would you do? I would go to Deng's wedding, actually, which is actually in, in Sudan at the end of the year, conveniently. Um, but yeah, I would visit my sister, uh, probably at Malachia. Um, I would have like Addis, some nice Addis. Um, yeah, I just enjoy all the like local cuisine. So my parents actually used to own a restaurant um, in the capital and stuff like that. So food was really important in our country, um, our family, sorry. Um, if you're there right now and you're looking for a job, what type of job would you look for? Oh, um, probably medicine. I want to like um help. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I just share a story. So I have a half sister. She passed away when I was three years old. Um, the doctor had given her unfortunately the wrong medicine for a sickness. That's why I want to pursue medicine. Um, and stuff like that. Um, uh, so I can you know, help other people um, and stuff like that that are sick. Uh, so I guess, yeah, that would be something that I'd want to do over there, make a positive impact on people's health. That's the time we have f for today. Thank you, Rebel, our guest. It's been a pleasure talking to you from Waterton Oval Live at Footscray, Australia. You've been listening to Go Live on uh, Live FM. My, my name is McKenny and um, my co-host today are Deng and you are Javier and Tuta. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information you're looking for today. Until next time, have a great day. Yeah.